listeners and welcome back to another episode of the rank bank where today we're celebrating halloween this week by talking about our top three fears with some fantastic guests just a note that we are still having to record remotely and we do have a few sound issues with one of our guests but still sit back relax and grab your pumpkins listeners and welcome back to the rank bank tonight i'm very excited we've got two lovely guests we've got sarah hi and we've got hermione hello and for the first time of recording me and chris are actually in separate places i've managed to get rid of him thankfully so uh hello chris hello oh i'm really excited about this episode what is our top three chris so, because this episode is so close to Halloween, we thought we'd go along mm. a bit of a theme, and I know you like a theme, Joe. So it's going to be our top three fears. Top three fears. Very themey. Love a theme, except a themed wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Three, two, one. Biggest ranker. So anyway, get, right. Should we get it started, to... Joe? Me? Yeah, go on, kick us off. Oh, God. Oh, right, okay. Lots of pressure. So, my first one is insects slash ladybirds. Now, I hate all insects, and I know most people do. I don't mind a spider, if I'm honest, but insects just make my skin crawl. Like, oh, I just don't like them. But I particularly don't like the ladybird. Now, when I normally tell this to people, they're like, oh, ladybirds, they're so cute, they're so pretty. They're not, they're evil. I mean, (laughs) they walk around as if butter wouldn't melt and then whack out their hidden weapon of wings. And I don't like that they're, they're shady enough to hide that weapon. I think this fear comes back to the fact that in my childhood bedroom, there was a ladybird's nest. So there used to be loads in my room, like in the summer. I noticed that they like used to smell a bit. So I've recently looked this up on the RSPB website. That's the Royal Society of Protection of Birds, if people wanted to know. And it describes the ladybird that they exude pungent fluid to ward off ants, birds and humans. And now, if you go to any ladybirds and they're in danger, smell them because it is disgusting. And is I that the yellow them. thing, Joe? Yeah. Is that the yellow thing. stuff they secrete? Yeah. Have you smelt it? No, I haven't. I can't say I have. We don't no, I've never, never got that close to. Oh, it's honestly disgusting. And, it, and it, I hate the fact that people love them. And I hate the fact. They're in Portuguese. What is it, Chris? They're called Joaninha, which means little Joanna. And so I'm forever connected <laughs> to the ladybird. So that's How do you feel about a, a yellow ladybird, Joe? Is that better than a red one? So when I see a yellow ladybird, I think of, you know, when you get a punnet of tomatoes and there's always that one that's like slightly greeny yellow and nobody <laughs> wants that one. They're dead posh now, though, you know. Oh, are they? have different um, coloured tomatoes, yeah. red and green and yellow. 
but I've not been part of that. Anyway, sorry. No, that's a good point. But that's how I feel about a yellow ladybird. What are your thoughts on ladybirds? I think they're great. They're lovely. I knew it. Very pretty. Also, the where I work, we also have ladybird infestations in the summer. Apparently, they just line the window frames and all on the floor. <gasps> so you'd love it. Oh god, that's horrible. I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't like creepy crawlies. I don't really like. I don't like anything that you that can kind of. I guess what you're getting at is it can take you by surprise. They're quite erratic. They'll they'll be crawling and then mm. suddenly they're flying in your face. Yeah, that's the only I, time they bother me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I'd single out the ladybird specifically. I'm not a fan of that many wouldn't be my go-to insects. would be the ladybird. <laughs> but I think I wanted to single it out because everyone thinks like they're this gorgeous little creature and they're not. They're horrible. I'll move on, Chris, shall I, to my number two fear? Sure. And I feel like everyone must have this fear like everyone and it's looking out of windows in the pitch black mm. oh. yeah like i can't describe what it does <laughs> 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 it's horrible and oh, i'm feeling a bit sweaty <laughs> I told you if chris now if that fear doesn't win nothing does and like it's just the not knowing what could happen and like, mm. oh, it just makes me shiver thinking about it. And and when I was writing the, the notes down for my top three fear, I had a bit of therapy with myself and thought, where did this come from? And I think it hails back to when I was around 12 or 13, maybe a bit earlier. And I was obsessed, obsessed with the world's shittest TV programme, Most Haunted... Mm. Does anyone remember oh, that program? I I remember Beth talking about it in detail at school. <laughs> Classic, right? Yeah, with Derek Cora, who sadly passed away at the start of this year. And it basically it was a ghost hunting program, but it had like an ex Blue Peter presenter and some mediums, and then a skeptic who at the end would just sit there and be like, "Oh well, that orb was a speck of dust." And that knock was someone knocking. And honestly, it was all set up. Like, it was oh. just dust and, and Derek knocking on the table. I'm sure it was. But oh, Derek. I was, <laughs> I was so obsessed with this programme that it, I think it was on Sky. And my auntie and uncle had Sky. So I used to walk around to watch it. Even when they were out, like, I'd be like, can I look after your dog and come around and, and watch this programme? But they had such a big, like patio window but a massive ceiling so it was like much bigger than normal patio windows so I used to get really scared by Most Haunted and then look out at this dark patio window and from then on I just can't like I have to run around the house because if a dark window if there's something there if I run around like it won't catch me do you know what I mean Mm. yeah yeah exactly what you mean curtains are shut yeah I'm glad I've closed my blinds to be honest in this room (laughs) yeah I I shut the curtains before doing this so that's my number two for you and then my number one it's mint oh what 
It's being in the vicinity of men. It's being anywhere. This makes me men. feel so much better about mine. This is great. How do you okay. brush your teeth, Joe? Right, I knew this was coming up. <laughs> Just gagging. <laughs> I do gag quite a lot. What a sight that must be. <laughs> so this has been an issue. I, I've hated men since since mm, I was born. I remember I've, now, yeah. I've stopped people being in cars with people who's chewing, chewing gum and got out and walked home. Um, If I'm in the theatre and someone around me is eating mint, I will leave the theatre until I think that person's finished. Like, I cannot cope with mint. It makes me feel sick. Even talking about mint ice cream that we've talked about in another podcast made me physically sick thinking about it. Oh, no. But with toothpaste, so with toothpaste... I don't like the synthetic toothpaste that they created. They've probably used so much better now, but when I was trying it, this was like the late 90s. So I've had to get to grips with cleaning my teeth with mint. The problem is that I can't switch brands because it, it's too much mm. for me. I'd be worrying about it all day. So if I forget my toothpaste and I'm at a friend's house or family, oh, no. I'll have to go to a shop and buy my toothpaste because I will literally be in the bathroom gagging. Now I use a good toothpaste brand that's not very minty at all. Beth found it for me. It is mint but it's not minty at all and now I don't mind it but if I know that I'm going to have to use another one. Oh and those mini toothpaste that the dentists give out Mm. when they hand it to me they make me physically ill. Like I don't know what it is about (laughs) mini versions of minty toothpaste. Even the word mint is giving me like I've got tightness in my stomach i just can't stand mint now i don't mind fresh mint like in a in a mojito actually like the only time yeah i i mm. wouldn't you know when people smell it off their fingers and stuff no oh. but if it's a mojito i will tolerate it but i normally ask for them to make a mojito without the mint leaves but then i know that just that's but i could go on about this topic all day because i I don't feel that people are sympathetic or appreciative. Like, you know, if people are smoking, then they'll stand sometimes away or there's different smoking areas. Mm. But people will chew chewing gum in public like it's nothing and it really upsets me. <laughs> so I'll stop talking about it now. Joe, I think Can I just ask Joe? To do with the health issues. Yeah, the like passive smoking rather yeah. than just not liking it. Yeah. Sorry, Sarah, go yeah. on. I was going to ask Joe how how would you cope at a festive gathering, for example? Um, you had a nice turkey dinner and then out come the after eights. How do you oh. cope in that situation? <laughs> it makes me angry. And like if if it's a festive dinner or with my close family, I will shout at my mum to put them away because she should respect me more or my dad. <laughs> Or anyone bringing them out should respect me more. Oh, and no. if I ever got at after eights, you know, like at work or something, like as a mm. secret Santa, I'd be truly upset. Like they don't like me, but it's just because it's such a generic gift. But like, yes. no, I, I get really upset about it. But if you know, to be polite, sometimes I just have to tolerate it. But I'll move myself away from those who are eat actively eating the chocolate. Right. Okay. There you go. I, I don't think I've been more passionate about a topic. No. On this <laughs> so that's the oh, top three. Right. After hearing about that, I think we mm. should get on to some more valid. 
Yes. Valid. Should we have Sarah's next? Okay, yeah, sure. Well, I'm not sure about valid. Two of them probs are, but the third one, my top fear is not valid, really, I don't think. So, coming in at three, we have birds. Basically, this links back to I was away in Australia and had a nice first day I was there, young 18-year-old, bright and fresh, had a little walk out in the surrounding areas. Uh, didn't know about magpies in Australia, how territorial they are. Walking through some nice open grasslands, maybe you'd call it. And uh, lots of squawking overhead, not sure what's going on. All of a sudden, magpies are swooping at me, like several magpies, like at my head. <laughs> and so they're like, fr- they're flying at my head, pecking my hair. At this point, I'm like, have lost all any kind of composure, running, screaming through this Australian park. First, I don't know where I am. I don't know where I am. No idea where I've come from. My spatial awareness, directional, any directional ability, I have none anyway. So yeah, it's apparently they get so territorial at breeding time. The signs all over the park, which I clearly missed about carrying umbrellas. So that the highest point is not your head. Missed that oh, memo. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So if you walk through their breeding grounds, all the trees where their nests are, yeah, they get really angry. So Why is this people... not the case in the UK? Why is this exclusive? I don't know. Maybe it is, Australia. but it's too built up. I don't know. But it was just like a park with trees, like a public footpath. And then I noticed the cyclists and the walkers with sticks with stuff on the end of them big no. pointy things yeah <laughs> carrying them around so that was the highest point however my highest point was my head um and yeah since then can't go near them can't even i can't even entertain like a bird in a city center anything can't deal with it i never knew that <clears throat> yeah well i didn't either until until that day yeah so that's my third my second one that's definitely a valid is, one anyway yeah, thanks. I can't deal with a steep incline. <laughs> Cannot cope with a steep incline. So, for example, a very steep hill. Sometimes I get so sweaty about the whole situation that I have to go on my hands and knees up the hill because I've got such a fear of falling backwards down it. Um, well, is trying- this the kind of hill that you might encounter just like, want to walk into town or is no no i mean like a hill that's like in the countryside where there's no like sides do you know what i mean by sides like yeah i think it stems from as a child my grandparents had a house with stairs that didn't have any backs you know like the stairs that are just like slats yeah yeah and i did have nightmares that i would fall through the slats and then like get stuck and break my leg it's a bit graphic, but that was my fear. So I think that's where the steep inclines come from, to be honest. How do you feel about no. ramps? Like, what kind of ramp? So, like, you know, disability aware shops and stuff, like post offices. Oh, <laughs> no, like, I can deal with them. If you that's have to choose good. between the stairs and the ramp, do you actively choose the stairs? or? Oh, it? yeah, I probably would, subconsciously. Yeah. Um, but it's more like... If you're walking somewhere and you have to walk up the side of a large hill. I did the, I, well, not the whole thing, but started walking the southwest coast path last year. And I'm definitely on board with this, Sarah, because there are points mm. where you're just, 
high up above the sea with a really sheer drop away yeah I think that's it isn't it when you haven't got that protection of like a a flat surface or a a gentle incline to roll down it's like if that immediate fall is just a drop that's really a sheer drop and then a hill I've got to walk up I am crawling I'm telling you (laughs) can we all go like a walk somewhere with like peak and just watch <laughs> just watch Sarah crawl. It's horrible. It's really horrible, <laughs> but it's worse as you get older. Things like this get worse, though, don't they? As you get older, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. lots of things get worse as you get older. But anyway, that's another story for another day. I really want to take you to Formby and see how you cope with sand dunes. Oh, yeah, no. And also, that's not like a very secure surface, is it, either? I'd be sinking, crawling, there'd be sand, yeah, sand all over the place. Very right, for a very, very complicated day at the beach with our friendship group. <laughs> Give Joe a mint ice cream to put Sarah on top of a sandy. <laughs> oh, no. What a disaster. We Honestly. do need to a day at the beach. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Vanilla ice cream for all. Yeah. Right, shall I do my top fear? Yeah. Are you ready for this? You might just be absolutely flabbergasted. So, just let's just talk about potatoes for a minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, potatoes, right? You know, if they've been in the bag for too long. Oh, oh, or in your cupboards. Do you oh, know what I'm going to say? The not smells. the smell. No, oh, not sprouts. the smell. Sprouts. The yeah. Sprouting. A sprouts. I hate that. Oh. I, it's like I'm currently like clenching my fingers together and my toes are actually curling. That just if I have to put my hand in a bag of potatoes and I can feel those gnarly, horrible, spider like sprouts, I actually want to vomit. Like Jonathan will like test to this because it is vile he has to if i'm like making mash or whatever the potatoes are normally fine right to eat they just have probably grown a sprout because they've been in there and not had like i don't know i don't know the science but he has to cut them off for me before i can prepare any sort of potato dish i can't bear to look at them feel them feel well i can't feel them full stop but it is just Vile. I can't believe you're brave enough to use them after he's decapitated. But they're not. Yeah, once they're gone, I'm all right. But he would literally chase me around the house with them. And (laughs) I could cry. I could cry. It's awful. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's made me like this. They are disgusting. Do you know what Jonathan should do? He should collect them all and then create a Halloween wreath on your door. (laughs) Oh, of all the that's just so unkind. Sorry, please be my friend. Oh, gross! Like, like I am literally like my palms are moist. Gross! I can't bear it. Even talking about it, let's move on. <sighs> I've right. learned so much about Sarah. It's very interesting, isn't it? Yeah, we've been friends for so many years. How did we not know these? I'm things? not. I'm not the ice queen you previously thought. <laughs> right, should we uh, put her Brilliant. out of the misery of the potatoes and move on to Hermione's top three then? Please. Yeah. So my number three is on a similar theme to Joe's number three. It's insects, um, but it's not the ladybirds. It's classic <laughs> spiders. I absolutely hate spiders. To the extent that if I see one in the bedroom that we can't get rid of, I will not sleep in the bedroom that night. 
I hate them. We had one last week in our room and I asked Tom to get rid of it. That's my boyfriend. And he was unsuccessful in his attempts. So I had to sleep in the spare room for the next four nights. Four nights! <laughs> Which is quite <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> four nights! Seriously! I'm not joking. Wow. It was absolutely massive and it crawled back into its hole that was the problem and then because I didn't ever see it come out again I thought well I know it's in the hole it's just going to be there and I'll go to bed and then it'll pop out while I'm sleeping fall into your mouth did you make yeah no it terrifies me that night that day to like stake out the spider no he's quite he's quite useless he's he's such an animal lover that he just can't ever like protect their satisfaction yeah, absolutely. To the extent that there was a mozzie in the flat the other night and he was trying to catch it rather than just swat it, like most people would do. Because if you don't swat the mozzie, it's going to bite you. <laughs> so could you not have just like looked the spider hole and gone back to bed? I think it was more like a long crack between where the, the, the wardrobe's like fitted in our bedroom and it was a long crack between there and the wall. So it would have been quite a big job with the polyfiller. I'm not oh. sure the landlord would have appreciated it. <laughs> I was just thinking like a bit of tissue for the night where you could uh, go to sleep rather than a polyfiller. <laughs> no, it, it, it actually reappeared two weeks later. So it had been there all along. I did go back to the room eventually, but it appeared two weeks later and moved like quite far out into onto the ceiling. So thankfully, Tom was able to catch it this time and got rid of it. <laughs> I think, mm. though, Hermione, you're kind of right. Like, I don't mind spiders. I, I'm more freaked out by insects. But the other day in um, the other house we were in, I was mowing the lawn. I then went to put the lawnmower back in um, the shed and noticed a big spider. What I also noticed was it was crawling towards a wasp that was caught in its web. And the way it just attacked the wasp was like one of the most horrific things in nature. Like (laughs) it was so aggressive. It just like freaked me out. I like, I left the lawnmower out for a good day and just was like, no, no, I'm going to put it back in when I think I can't see any more of this. Yeah, it sounds awful. Oh gosh, I think it is the thing of it's the fact that it could come to you and crawl on you or attack you, isn't it? That's the the scary part about it, rather yeah, than I don't it know actu- its actual existence. Yeah. Did Although I don't know what I think it's going Australia? to do. Uh, no, no, I didn't mm-hmm. actually. I did all the usual check under the toilet lid and in your shoes and stuff, but never saw any. Mm. So that was my number three. I think that was probably something a lot of people can get on board with. Mm-hmm. My number two um, sounds like Joe's heaven, actually, but it's windowless spaces. <laughs> oh. <laughs> windowless? Yeah, oh, so just, okay. just the idea of being trapped, <laughs> I, just, I suppose. <laughs> I was just thinking of, like, open space. I was thinking, what's a windowless space? Like, just open air? But no, you no, need like so a that, room without a, li- a lift or a right. cupboard or one of like a toilet that you'll go to it. where you're trapped in and it's not got the mm. bit above or below the door. I don't like that. Mm. It has got better actually since I moved to London. I've had to, I've worked in Canary Wharf for the last five years, so you can't really marry that up with a fear mm. of lifts. I've had to just grip my teeth and get used to them. But yeah, if if it's somewhere 
if it's a if it's a windowless space that I haven't got to know then I, I get quite frightened of it and I have to like learn to trust that I'm going to be able to get out again before I can feel comfortable just using that lift or that toilet gosh how do you cope escape on the escape rooms yeah well I don't do they actually lock the door I don't think they do no but you're and not also, to that but I think you could just you could kick it down I'm sure you could kick the door down. I think. I'm sure if you screamed, they'd let you out. I think the fear's strongest when it's quite a small space, or if it's a very solid door or a metal door. Mm. Um, lifts are lifts are a big thing, though, aren't they? They're quite they are quite scary. The potential. Yeah, how, there's no getting out of a lift, is there? No. I think I think it has a rational foundation though. This fear, because my I grew up in a house that had a downstairs toilet with the lock on the outside <laughs> rather than the inside. <laughs> I think mum what? and dad always used to say that it was the pantry. Not that the house is big enough to require a pantry as a separate room. So I don't really know why there was this, this room with a lock on the outside. But I think just because we're all young children at the time, they didn't ever fit a lock on the inside because there was no real need or maybe there was a lock on the inside as well. I don't remember. But the point is you could lock it from the outside, which is what my brother did at one and a half mm. years old while my mum and me and my two sisters were in the downstairs toilet because it also <laughs> served as our cloakroom. So we were getting ready for school oh, and he came no. over <laughs> and locked us in. Um, and the door was probably about five inches thick. So there was just oh. absolutely no getting out of it whatsoever. Oh, God. But why? I, I don't understand. Even if it wasn't a toilet, what purpose would a lock on the outside serve unless... No, even if it was a pantry. Flower. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. stock cubes, keep them safe. Because <laughs> it wasn't even a lock with a key. It was like a, a slidey bolt lock thing. Well, literally, what is the point? I don't... Well, it must it. have been a... Unless it was a prison room, that is... It only serves a purpose if you're locking something in. Was oh, Fred gosh. Rose West the previous yeah. tenant? <laughs> That's really weird. Is that your parents' behaviour management style? Just lock <laughs> you in the downstairs toilet. Oh, I don't. I don't think it really traumatised me at the time either. Actually, I don't remember finding it too traumatic, but it obviously has got rooted into my psyche somewhere, and it's still affecting me mm. all these years later. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> And then moving on to my number one fear, I actually can't dwell on this because it, it, like, it is a real fear that oh. I cannot talk about. And it actually has a name, which does that make it a bit more valid than everyone else's? <laughs> it's <fear>. called, <laughs> I don't know if I can pronounce the name, but it's a fear of tiny little holes. <laughs> what? Let me expand, expand. I've had to Google it to remind myself of the official name so that I could quote that now. And I couldn't look at what Google brought up. But if you do the same, I think you'd also be scared. It's tripophobia. Is it like... Do you, trypophobia. Is it like crumpets and stuff freak you out? So or is it like weirdly, weirdly, crumpets I'm fine with. It tends to be if it... Oh, my God. It's all, sorry, I've just Googled it. I can't. Um <laughs> it's if it's if it, it's if it's in nature so if it like woodworm or sometimes plants that have the little like bulb heads with holes in that kind of thing hmm. i think you'd probably have to to google to see what i meant but it, i i read into it and i think it's something to do with like 
a subconscious fear of decay, which I guess is why I'm more concerned about natural holes than crumpets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've just looked it like... Um, it's horrible. Like honeycomb. How do you feel about honeycomb? Like, not... Is that what I'm trying to say? When yeah, that's bees make in there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that bothers me more than like the inside of crunchy is fine. It's when what it's. About a yeah, I mean like strawberry. They don't oh, have well, holes in it. Strawberries to me. Seeds though, isn't it? Ugh, I've just seen something weird. Somebody's finger. Ugh. I know that's the worst oh, one. Oh, gross! That, <laughs> that, oh, that is not that. <laughs> Listeners, you may want to Google trepophobia at this point. It's grim. Ah, Hermione, thanks for that. You fear yeah. of home. I'm not enjoying this. That's okay. Oh, Sorry, I'll, I'll I'll leave it on a lighter note. Actually, oh, okay. um, <laughs> so <laughs> just to just to bring you back to the now, um, oh. I was going to ask my boyfriend to come in and just share his top fear as a little bonus special, but he's gone to the supermarket. But just to take the attention away from the horrors that I just shared with you, his number one fear is butter. What? Butter? What? Yeah. Is that worse than my potatoes one? <laughs> I think it's as bad as Joe's mint one, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's worse. It's weirder. Come on, butter's weirder. Reason? Butter's on reasons. the table in every restaurant that you go to. It's in every sandwich that someone serves you. Mm. There's, there's no reasons. He he can't get to the bottom of it. He doesn't know. It started when he was about seven. None of his family understand where it stemmed from, but he just cannot abide butter. Is it the look or the taste or everything? Literally can't pinpoint. I would have thought it was the idea of just like a fatty, solid substance, but he doesn't mind lard, so... What about that doesn't. Oh, gosh, lard's worse, surely. I know. He, he, no, not margarine. That would be a, a form of butter. What about I can't believe it's not butter? No, um, n- none of that. So what no, about the that? famous le- alternative of Norpak? How about Norpak? <laughs> no. <laughs> none of these. I think he, he's a dry so dry weird. toast man all the way. Dry <laughs> toast? Oh, no. <laughs> no, he'll have, he'll have Marmite on it, but he can't have butter Marmite. on anything. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I've introduced a lot of controversial topics here. Yeah. So controversial. <laughs> wow. What about Nutella and stuff, right? Any top, any spread? What? What about a curd? Because that's a fatty topping. Mm, a nice tart lemon curd. It is exclusively butter. I, I really, oh, yeah, I've, I've had mainly butter. <laughs> No, no, I mean his fear is exclusively butter. It oh, doesn't right. extend to, to oh, fruit sorry. curds or... <laughs> I thought you were telling me that curd was mainly butter, which is correct, but... <laughs> I thought it was quite aggressive how you said it. <laughs> weird. That is quite weird. Oh, I'm really glad you brought that to the table. Mm. Unintended. Lol. <laughs> well, there you go, hey? I'm not as weird as I thought I was. That was honestly... Brilliant. I enjoyed every single fair there. Yeah, so I've got the difficult job of trying to pick a winner out of all of that. Yeah, um, I suppose I've picked my last place, and that is by far Tom. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. How ridiculous. I would have scored him quite well, but dry toast. 
Mm. <laughs> you can't put anyone above last place if they try to. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, agreed. So yeah, fourth place goes so. to Tom. Honorable mention for him there. Third place is going to be Joe. What? Ooh. Because you you literally share a name with one of your fears, and mint is one of the most loved smells worldwide. Mm-hmm. It's synonymous with fresh and the world is wrong. And crisp and all the rest of it and calming. Yeah, you shouldn't be a sheep. You shouldn't follow society. (laughs) Right on that note, (laughs) (laughs) and that's why you're third. Yeah, first and second was was really tight. I think I'm gonna have to give second place to Sarah. Oh, Oh, nice. Some potatoes are genuine. Right. Like birds, for me, are, are kind of a bit of a fear as well. Like uh, anything that can kind of like attack me from above, I think is quite scary. Um, so yeah, birds mm. definitely hits that. The steep incline. Uh, like <laughs> I hope you don't take this the wrong way. I just found it hilarious. <laughs> you, you sand dunes on your Picture the scene. <laughs> exactly. Whatever's in your head is accurate. To be honest, Chris. Yeah. How ridiculous it is. And then potatoes, I 100% get where you're coming from, but they do also sometimes make quite funny shapes, which I quite like. Mm, um, okay. Which is probably why Hermione's going to be our winner this week. Congratulations, Hermione. You're the, the biggest ranker. Thank and you. The only one to actually look up the, I suppose, the Latin name for one of their phobias as well. So yeah, that, was a, that was actually a bonus point. That was a little plus on my mm, scoring chart. Pet. Mm, congrats. congrats. Well done. <laughs> That sounds very begrudging. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> right, should we do some triple R, Joe? Now we've worked out this week's biggest ranker, let's go on to Return, Retain, Regift. I got that completely wrong, but Chris, tell us the celebrity. Cool. So the celebrity this week, with it being a Halloween theme, is Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> oh, oh, Casper! So the the three products that Casper's ordered are a T-shirt that says "Too Ghoul for School," <laughs> a pumpkin-shaped Alexa slash Google Home. We don't discriminate. Nice. Or a Casper the Friendly Ghost Halloween costume. To put on himself. Yeah, that okay. is very cute. Right, so we've got two school for school T-shirt, a pumpkin Alexa Google Home, and a Halloween costume. Has anyone got any thoughts on what he wants to keep, return, and or regift? Hmm. I think maybe he would like to regift the Casper costume so he can have some more friends just like him. I was thinking that. Oh, see, I I don't know about that because I feel like there's some level of like ego in gifting someone a costume of yourself. True. And I don't feel like Casper has an ego. <laughs> I think he's yeah, quite exactly. humble. So that's why he could do it. That's why he would do it because it's a very innocent, let's all be friends kind of thing. Did Joe never send you a Joe costume at Halloween? <laughs> Hermione wants no. dressed as best. Yeah, that's yes, so awful, did. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it yes, actually worked really well. It was, yeah, it was I think, I think Beth loved it. 
Okay, so you, su- you supplied me, Joe, with their glasses and <laughs> the materials. <laughs> so, I like the two goal for school. But I think I, yeah, I think pump- he'd keep that. I was thinking that. The pumpkin thing is, like, quite cool, but then I don't know if, like, Casper can go through walls and stuff. Does he need an Alexa to help him? Like, I can imagine Casper likes to get down for some funky jeans, though. Oh, true. And I, think, and I think he'd love the theme of the pumpkin. I think that's a great plan. I'd quite like one myself. So you think he's going to keep the pumpkin and then um, resend back the two goal for school? Oh, but I like... Oh, I don't. This is a lot. I, I like the T-shirt. It seems... Maybe yeah. he could re-gift the T-shirt then and just send back the Halloween costume. Yeah, maybe. Less ego involved, isn't there? Yeah. It's more on brand, mm. isn't it, with Casper? It is, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Hmm. But would he not so, want to give the pumpkin-shaped Alexa or Google Home to a friend because he's such a friendly ghost and that's probably the more expensive, better present? But he likes mm. a boogie. He does like a boogie, you're right. But then he probably would put other people's need for boogie above his own. Boogie needs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably saw it on Amazon Prime and thought, that is perfect for my friend, Winnie oh, the Witch. I can really see him wearing the T-shirt as well. Mm, I think I can that, see that. That, that geeky yeah. innocence. Yeah, and you just think, oh, yeah, cute. I've just got an image of him in the T-shirt now. Yeah, same. But in my head now, I've got, oh, God, that song that was on your, Sarah, your Halloween album that we used to do for (laughs) Halloween parties. Do you remember the Mona the Vampire theme? Mona the Vampire. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I think they would dance to that song. But um, so... He's going to keep and wear the two ghoul for school t-shirt. Definitely. Regift mm, yeah. the pumpkin Alexa slash Google Home or whatever it's called because he's a friendly ghost and he puts other people's needs before his own. Absolutely. And then he's going to, because he's not egotistical, he's going to resend back the Halloween costume of himself. Yeah, because to be honest, he's probably a bit like me. In the moment, he thinks he's witty. He thinks that's a great plan. But then when it actually, like the morning after, when he's got carried away on Amazon, he thinks, well, that's a bit cringe. So I think he probably, it probably came and he thought, actually, no, that's too cringy. I can't do it. Yeah, true. With the costume. Yeah. I was wondering why he'd ordered it in the first place, but you've just explained that really well for me, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, all bravado. Maybe he'd had a few... Too many ciders or something like that before. I think he's more spirits. I can to be fair, I can imagine him with a cocktail, like a a little cosmo or something. That seems more suited to oh, him. Oh yeah. Cool. So I think we've we've sorted that one out then. Should we move on to the pun gun? Absolutely. I think it's time to lock and load in the pun gun. So Hermione, you were this week's biggest ranker. What numbers can she choose from, Chris? Uh, one to three, which means we're getting close to the end of the series. Mm. Uh, I will choose number two, please. Number two. Okay, so number, number two, two is foods <laughs> two. from a chip shop. Linking your foods from a chip shop with... We're not going to do fears, are we, Joe? We spoke about this. Too much Latin, we thought. Too much Latin. Everything oh, ends yeah. in phobia. 
way too anything hard. can be a fear as we've discovered as well exactly so should we yeah. just go with halloween themed words instead <laughs> halloween themed yeah mm. okay so halloween themed foods from a chip shop um, <laughs> we'll give you a couple of minutes just to come up with some and while we do that fancy doing a hello friend joe yeah let's do a hello friend friend podcast friend oh. <laughs> wow Hello, friend. Hello. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode of the Rank Bank Podcast. I'm Josh Shell, host of the Let's Start a Cult Podcast. Once you're finished this episode and find out who the biggest ranker is, consider checking out my podcast where myself and some guests do deep dives into the incredibly dark and weird world of cults. Find out about how cults are built and the strange people who build them. Look for Let's Start a Cult Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts or go to letstartacultpodcast.com to learn more. Now back to the wonderful Rank Bank Podcast. Have you ever wondered what shows are like in foreign countries, but the language barrier is what stopped you from giving them a chance? My name's Maggie and I host the podcast, Have You Seen It?, where I talk about TV shows from countries all around the world. If you're like me, you spend more time on Netflix looking for something to watch than actually watching something. So if you don't want to spend time scrolling through Netflix or even Hulu, check out my podcast for some show suggestions. I talk about the plots, tell you who the cast is, what I liked and what I didn't like about the shows. And I also throw in some fun facts about each country, tell you where in the world the show takes place, how close they are to any other shows that I've already covered, mention any cultural differences or similarities that I noticed, and my favorite part are the words and phrases that I picked up while watching these shows. You can check out Have You Seen It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and most other places you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at OfficialHYSI. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-H-Y-S-I. And make sure to like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash OfficialHYSI. Let me help you find your new favorite show. Well, we ready to fire some pun guns? Let's do it. Yes. Absolutely. Real, real. Right. I'm not going to start because mine are horrendous. Should we start with the winner this week then? Hermione, you've got one for us. Yeah, I don't know whether to go in with my worst or my best. I've come up with a few. Is that or a middle of the road just to get us going? Yeah, middle of the road. Okay, I'll I'll start us off with baked bones. Hopefully you can work out that that's meant to be big. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Took me a minute. Freaky fritters. Nice. nice. Oh, nice. I got trick or sweet chili sauce on your kebab. Hey. <laughs> oh, Joe. Ten Um, I got gravy. I got gravy. 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 What? Like grave. Uh, I no. Can I tell you mine then? That links to uh, that. Oh, gravy. sorry. I've got one as well. No, graveyard. <laughs> graveyard. Oh, oh, graveyard. Mister Trick. Oh, Trick. And Barney, what was yours that was linked? Well, this I clearly should have started my best one, shouldn't I? One for the Northerners: chips and graveyard. No. Yes. Very good. Um, I think they're all the same vein, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah. one here, 
don't I don't eat fish, so I don't know if this is actually sold at a fish and chip shop, but cross trout phobia. <laughs> you can't get trout at your shop. Can you not? <laughs> not in the River Trent, Joe. Oh. <laughs> Where do the trout live? In the river. I mean, you can eat them. You can eat them, but oh, I don't no, think they batter. I don't think they batter them. No. It's like how you wouldn't really get salmon at a chippy, would you? <laughs> <laughs> shall I? Uh, shall I save I Joe with a real salmon. fish that you can get at a chip shop? Then yeah, cardwebs. Oh, I got good. Nice. That is got good. Codron. Oh. What? Like a, a, like a cauldron. Like a cauldron. Okay, my um, my cod one is uh, Draculage Cod. Nice. Oh, nice. Yes, thank nice. you. I got another Dracula one. Uh, Draculam Kebab. <laughs> That's quite good. Yeah. I've got, um, on the Dracula theme, a vampire battered burger. I got a battered, battered burger. sausage. <laughs> a battered burger is a thing, Sarah. What no, is battered a battered burger? burger? Is not a thing. What? No, genuinely, I... Aggie and Tilly no. always have a battered burger from the chip shop. It doesn't. It's there's no bun. It's just the same way Sounds that you'd have gross. a battered sausage from a chip. It is disgusting. What? It's just no, the, like a burger, batter a burger sausage, patty. Yeah. Fine, a vampire battered sausage. Yeah, I got I got battered sausage. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm. I got salt. Oh, this is so rubbish. Salt and vinegar. <laughs> I like that, Joe. I do it's actually not, like that. You know, like zoo themed or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's meant to be like a grrr, like a ghost, like a tiger. <laughs> a ghost doesn't say grrr. I was struggling. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. Joe, do you um, want so, the other new chips? Fan oh. tomato sauce. Is in a phantom. What? Oh. Oh, but what about lemon phantom? They sell cans at chip shop. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I am. Um, up on just eat. Another thing you might have with chips: vampire and chips. Ooh. That's a good oh, one. like scampi. Vampire, like pie, like pug pie. Oh. Or a pumpkin, pumpkin pie. Yeah, like a pumpkin. <laughs> I couldn't say pumpkin pie because that is a thing. Yeah, pumpkin pumpkin pie. Such a steep decline. <laughs> Sarah's already crawling. <laughs> Actually, but it's a decline. I'm bottom shuffling. Get it right. Um, can I just say my last one that I think is quite good? But please don't disappoint me. Uh, Creep fried Mars bar. Nice. nice. Yes, thank you. Is that your last one? That was my best one, saved it for last. Oh, okay. Has anyone else got any more? Uh, I've got five more, but they're pretty bad. (laughs) I've got (laughs) pineapple fritters. Fritters. We already had that from Sarah. (laughs) Just say fritter again. (laughs) Fritters. The, ne- the next one is truly awful. Salt and vampire. <laughs> Terrible. Move on. Yes. It just begins with a V, doesn't it? And then I've got Spooky Savaloy, Haunted Haddock, and Scary Scampi. She loves her alliteration. Careful with okay. that Spooky Savaloy. Don't put where you're putting that. 
spooky Saturday. <laughs> Oh, I love my spooky sabbats. I'm going to call it that from now on. <laughs> spooky sabaloy. <laughs> also, who can I just say, does anybody ask at the chip shop for a sabaloy? Do you say that, have I any? No, I think it just sounded better a than a spooky sausage. <laughs> a, a large sabaloy and chips, please. Right, but what's the difference between a large sausage and a large sabaloy? Because they're always on the, the same. two different things. Oh, really? I don't know. I thought the I thought the type of sausage you got in a chip shop was a savaloy. Was a savaloy. I always yeah. go for a savaloy. I don't eat fish and the savaloy is savaloy, savaloy, savaloy. Mm. you get it's it spooky battered, Joe, or? No, I don't. No, Breath too much. Better batter. Too much. Yeah, I do like yeah, a batter sausage. Yeah, and a mushy peas, but I couldn't get mushy peas into anything. Oh, I've got a peas one. Oh, yeah. R.I.P.s. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's quite yeah, good, Chris. Well done. Have you got any mm. more left, Joe? Or? Oh, no. I was out ages ago after the oh. After her first after one. Trout. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got, the tiger theme. I've got three more. I don't know if they're oh. any good. So I've got Zombines. Nice. Mm. Uh, yeah. Howltail Scampi. Uh, a bit tenuous, that yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And then one for the people in the northwest, Smackula. What? Pardon? Ah. You're getting smack at your chip shop. I mean, well, smack is like a, like a potato, like a bag, I know what like smack is. Thank potato. you. It's a deep fried It's not potato. appropriate. It's like a what? Cake. Yeah. It's a snack. Like smack. a potato rusty kind of thing. Yeah. Are you sure it's a potato cake or it's not a special potato cake? I don't know what it's lined <laughs> with, but it's based on potato cake, yeah. <laughs> Majority carbs, a little bit of some, something else. Yeah, a smack. <laughs> That's so <laughs> weird. I've never heard of that before. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, look it up. Mm. Bonus. Oh, yeah, it's Chris's bonus round. What's this week's bonus question? So this week's bonus question is to do with phobias and which of these two phobias you'd least like to have. So the first one, and the one that's much easier to say, is anatidiphobia, which is the fear of being watched by a duck. (laughs) Second one, and I've been practicing this all day, so I'm probably going to not do very well at it. It's hippopotamonstrosiquipid... I'll go again. Smashed it, Chris. Smashed it. I'll go again. Hippopotamonstrosis which is the fear of long words. Oh. So which of those two would you least like to have? The duck. The fear of long words, because you see Mm. them all the time, whereas a duck is like... What classifies as a long word, though? How many letters? Yeah, like... It's because a long word. It all depends on the personal phobia and what severity you have of it, I guess. I'd have to I... have, I'd least like to have the words one then, because if I'm teaching, I can't be afraid of words, can I? <laughs> Imagine you What a nightmare. No, children, don't sing it. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine, that'd be terrible. Like they've reached a big word and they're In like, their reading book. Yeah. yeah. And they're reading what they're like, uh, sounding it out. And I'm like, just don't. Can't bear it. <laughs> that would be terrible. You'd have to teach a younger age group just to avoid the fear, wouldn't you? Yeah. Mm. 
That's true. Well, you can't teach much younger than year one. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean Yeah, that. to be fair, some of my year ones are no bigger words than me, so that's an issue. <laughs> but if you had the other fear, you'd joking. never be able to feed the ducks again. I love feeding the ducks. When do you because... feed the ducks, though? Well, I probably feed the ducks, this is silly, but since lockdown, maybe like once a month. And last, we went two weeks ago, didn't we, Chris? Because we'd seen a um, a video on like YouTube. So we fed them peas. Have you oh, seen God. ducks eating peas? Mm. Oh, okay. not I've seen swans bread, eating peas. Mm. I love feeding ducks, but I could easily give that up for big word. Yeah, I think I think the ducks are far more manageable, to be honest, than a long word. Yeah. Because mm. you could throw them I, the peas and they'd run after it away from you. Yeah, you could just distract them, couldn't you? Whereas but not if much the fear was, if it's being watched by a duck, you'd never know if you're being watched by a duck. So wouldn't that just start to put you off the park in general? That's a very well, good Hermione, point. Well, Hermione, if you could be in a room without any windows, you could see if the <laughs> duck was there. <laughs> No, but it's like when I was looking it up, Hermione's exactly right. It's not a fear of ducks or them attacking you or anything. It's the fear of it's the potential. It's the potential. Why is that? Why is them watching you scaring? Isn't it the like yeah, like the potential of what that they could I don't know nip you with their beaks. The way they described it was they don't like when a duck is watching you and knowing what you're doing. Like the duck is like (laughs) checking you out. What's the duck? What's the duck gonna do with that information? I don't know. The sneaky ducks, aren't they? Judgy <laughs> ducks. Yeah. That's oh. so irrational. That. Fear. So you'd be really on edge in any like country park or anywhere any... a duck might be in the bath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does this apply to rubber ducks as well? Again, I think it depends on the severity. So it could be. Yeah. Mm. I think that, oh, that would make for one easy. You know, in 1984, we all read it at school, didn't we? There's that mm. room, room 101, isn't it, where it like, knows your biggest fear. And if it's like you think a duck might be watching you, I feel like that room would be one of the easiest to like live through. <laughs> Mine would just yeah, have the smell of mint blasting in. But... God, I'd have potato legs everywhere. <laughs> like, quickly growing. Mm, oh. Yeah, really. Oh, no. Okay, back to ducks. Sorry, cultural reference there. <laughs> um... I would 100% I couldn't deal with long words so I'd have to pick ducks as the thing. Yeah, me too. I agree. Yeah. Sounds good. Does anyone uh, want a go at trying to say... I feel like Hermione might be different though. No, I'm very torn but I think actually having thought through the potential of being watched by a duck there's also the potential to see a long word at any moment. It's far more bigger. Yeah, yeah, it could flash up on a text, on a billboard, anywhere. So I think I'm probably with you, Bate, as well. And you're a reader, Hermione. You like reading. It wouldn't yeah. be very good for your reading skills, would it? Mr. Men would be probably the limit <laughs> Mr. Men books. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have, your reading skills would be terrible. Yeah. Mm. Right. So I think we've all agreed on the, the fear of long words being the, the worst one to have. I've yep. just sent you it all in the group if anyone wants to brave having a go at saying it. Why is it hippo? Where does the hippo word come wow. from? Is that... No idea. It's all Latin, I think. Some kind of... I wonder what hippo actually is in Latin. I but thought it was water. A hippodrome is like a theatre, isn't it? And is that to do with what the watch part of it, maybe? 
I'm not of sure. a viewer. Exi- oh, I don't know. oh, yeah, it could be that actually. Hippo, pocho, monstrosis, quipedaliophobia. It's better than my attempt. I could really hear the phonetics in there or whatever it's called. Thank so. you. Yeah. Okay. Hippopotamonstrosis, quipedaliophobia. No, that was terrible. Delhi, where's Delhi in there? I don't know. <laughs> Daliophobia. Hippopotamonstrosesquipedaliophobia. Nice. I, I think Sarah did that better. Nailed that. I think you two probably should have read it out rather than me. Or is it out. the irony that uh, one is the fear of well, the, two, the two fears was the fear of ducks and the fear of long words? And that is an extremely long word. So you'd be screwed, wouldn't you, if you had to read that? And probably eas- more easily quacked out by a duck. <laughs> That's quite cruel, actually, because you wouldn't be able to talk about your phobia with anyone. Exactly. Mm. Like, you oh, couldn't get the brochure on it because you'd be scared of picking it up. <laughs> mm. An awful life, wasn't it? Yeah. It is. Oh, dear. Wow. Well, that's, that's, this is really taking a turn, hasn't it? <laughs> and on that note... um. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah and Hermione, for coming on. Like, we really appreciate it, as I always say, but it's been such a laugh. Like, thanks for having me for a while, and it's been really It nice. has been. Thank you. Well done, Hermione, for being this week's biggest ranker. I hope everyone at home has a great Halloween, and we'll see you next week for another episode. If you want to get in touch, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at RankBankPod or you can email us at RankBankPod at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts. Our intro and outro music is Dream of the Forest Jazzy Mix by Articon and the Pun Gun Round is inspired by the brilliant No Dogs podcast.